0: It's time for the Alpha Wealth Hour, presented by the Alpha Wealth Group, the show that helps teach you how to make the right moves with regard to investment planning, tax savings, and estate protection. Are you ready to better understand the financial chaos? Here's your host, Tom Fortino.
1: Good morning, everyone. This is Tom Fortino, the founder of the Alpha Wealth Group. And I'm a registered investment advisor, or I should say investment advisor rep, Uh, We do fee-based, we're fee-based active money managers. I'm a fiduciary. I've also been insurance licensed for over 25 years. I've been doing this for over 25 years. (laughs) So uh, we cover every aspect. You've heard me talk about this before when we talk about retirement planning. There's just so many aspects to your plan. It's not just about growing a pile of money and picking at it. It's not about buying a product, you know. Uh, It's about a number of things. Again, it's not just about one thing. Getting to a number, we hear that a lot. I'm going to talk about a lot of these things today. So I come at it a a little different. I come at it and I look at um, all these aspects. In other words, you know, I call it the five pieces or five pillars or five building blocks of your plan. And you have to ask yourself, you know, do you have these things in your plan? One is what is your income plan? What are you doing to create income throughout your lifetime that you cannot outlive? Can you answer that question? Okay. Um, What about... Your tax planning. Now we're coming up on April fifteenth. What is your tax plan? What are you doing to get to tax free? I've offered my report before, and I'll do it again today. Six strategies to get to tax free. How do you get to a point where all your income is tax free? You know there are ways to do it, and we'll talk about those today. What is your investment plan? Well, we've got some interesting things. That's the third piece. You know, um, the Fed came out this week and raised rates point two five percent. Wow, um, and so. What does that mean? You know, if you're in fixed investments, not only do you have a negative real rate of return, you're down this year. Whether you look at the short-term, intermediate, or long-term bonds, they're down. Um, so you look at this fixed piece, if you're a 60-40 portfolio, in other words, 60% growth, 40% in fixed, um, you're both, it's like, okay, wait a minute, this 40% is supposed to protect on the downside. Well, it's down too, right? Right. And it was down last year as well. So what do we, can we do? I want to get into that today about what do you do about that fixed piece in your portfolio. And then just overall portfolio planning. And then also I do want to talk about a little bit about asset protection. That's the fourth piece. What do you do? To, you're an asset. What happens if there's a premature death? One of your incomes goes away if you're working or Social Security goes away. If you're married, your spouse could be in a higher tax bracket. So, what are you doing to protect your assets? That's asset protection. And I want to get into that. And then finally, your estate and legacy planning. I'm going to touch on, in other words, what documents do you have in place to control your assets? Uh, this week, you know, probably a couple of different uh, clients we went through, or uh, some people that had come in, we did their estate planning for them. We have attorneys that do estate planning. This is really about, about being complete. I'm going to offer the five pillars, or the five building blocks, or five simple steps to stress free retirement. I'm going to get that out to you so you can see. Big picture, what are you doing? Where are some holes? This I kind of call as your checklist or blueprint. And I'll get this out to you. You can use it as a roadmap to, say, evaluate your plan. Hey, do I have these things in place? This can be pretty uh, important as it relates to create being what I like to say complete, right? And I'm also going to include the asset organizer worksheets in there as well as the budget worksheets. We have updated these. These should be kind of uh, part of the toolkit. And so if you want this... Uh, We'll get it out to you right now, six three zero nine three four eighteen five fifty five. This is the Retirement Planning Kit. It includes the five pillars. It includes the six ideas getting to tax-free. But it gets into all of these five pieces of your plan, and you can start to evaluate, hey, what do I have in place? Are there some things I can do? My goal today is to give you actionable items, and I'll get into one in just one second. It's also going to include the worksheets, the organizers. If you're not financially organized, that's one of the biggest obstacles uh, to financial success. I will include that as well as the budget worksheet. We've updated these. 630-934-1855 to get your packet, 630-934-1855. But let me just give you one right out of the gates. This falls in that tax planning category, right? I mentioned income planning, tax. These are the five pieces. I'm going to say it again. If you just wrote this down today, okay, here are the five pieces to my plan, and then you ask yourself, if you're working with someone, can you tell me how I'm set up with these? Income plan, tax plan, investment plan, asset protection, and estate and legacy planning, okay? And I'm going to touch upon all those. I'm going to give you some examples. Let me start right out of the box on taxes. I talk about this a lot. I know you hear me talk about it. And keep in mind, I'm an investment advisor rep. We do you know, fee-based money management. We custody through TD, Fidelity, Schwab. But um, I look at everything, right? And so um, when we talk about taxes, I look at clients' tax returns. I say, bring in your taxes. Let's see where you're at. I'll know where your marginal tax bracket is. I can see that. I'll see where your income's coming from. I'll see how much of your Social Security is being taxed and so on. But one of the things I would mention, by the way, um, I just did my corporate taxes. I do all my taxes. I mean, I know I'm an idiot maybe for doing it. It's kind of the old, uh, what is it, the person that represents himself uh, in court has a fool for a lawyer, but not so much. I do it because, I number one, I, it helps me understand uh, the tax code very well, I think, and helps me help my clients. So I just did March 15th, if you had an LLC and an S-Corp, C Corp, you needed to file your tax returns. I did that, and of course now I got to work on my personal tax returns, and of course family members. I do tax. It's unfortunate, but uh, not unfortunate. It's whatever. But my here's the thing: you can do Roth contributions. I'm going to talk about a couple things because we have this terrible relationship with taxes, right? We do everything, we we give all our stuff to our CPA or accountant, or whatever, and we never look at them again. Well, let me just tell you one thing that I've said, and I've, we'll, we'll repeat it, and it's one of the ideas. Um, that we get into about getting to tax-free, Roth contributions, you have until April 15th. I've been kind of beating this drum for the past few months, but I will tell you there are certainly people out there that have not done it yet. If you are over age 50, you can do $7,000 per person. Still for 2021, you have until April 15th. If that date comes and goes, you have lost a year to make that contribution. Keep in mind, Roth IRAs versus traditional IRAs, the money grows tax free for the rest of your life. There are no required minimum distributions. It does not tax your Social Security. And if tax rates go up in the future, the tax rate on it is always zero. And it goes to your spouse and children tax free. Right? So these are things where we can just start you see how this starts the you start incorporating some of these ideas. That's that's part of that's part of the the planning ideas that are in here. But I met with someone today, just to give you today. I met with someone this week. Um they were uh, retired. They've been retired for about 10 years. They had made $10,000 as a part-time job, all right? Because I this is the, here's an example, perfect example. He came in, I looked at his tax returns. I saw earned income. I'm like, I thought you said you were retired. He said, well, yeah, but I work part-time and that's $10,000. I said, you do, right? Yeah, yeah. I said, okay, you know you can make a Roth contribution. He's really? Yeah, I said, you can make a Roth contribution. You can make a Roth contributions whether you're 77, 87, or 97. If you have earned income, you can make a Roth contribution. So I explained to him you can still make a Roth contribution as well as, you know, seven thousand, but you have another three thousand of earned income, you can make it for your wife. A non working spouse can contribute to a Roth. How about that? So there's ten thousand dollars that he could put into an account that grows tax free the rest of his life. There's no required minimum distributions. It doesn't tax his social security. The tax rate on it is always zero. And it goes to his spouse and children tax free. And he can do it this year because now we're in 2022. Do you see why these things are so important? By the way, I just want to make a comment. If you have filed already, it doesn't matter. You can still make the Roth contribution because it doesn't go on your tax return. It doesn't go on your tax return when you do it, and it doesn't go on your tax return when you pull it out. Isn't that nice? So it's kind of nice when you um, cut out the middleman, and I'm referring to Uncle Sam who's involved in everything from the shower head you got, the toilet you flush, the light bulb you put in, and, of course, your taxes. Isn't it great? I won't go off on that tangent, but my point is how we how do we eliminate these 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 things in our plan? That's just one idea. Okay, you can obviously you can do um, Roth conversions, Roth four hundred one k's. I want to get into these. Um, I meant to mention this. There's a few things. Uh, this article I read: three tricky decisions for every retirement plan. I want to get into this because this again illustrates some. Ide- there's some actionable items in here. I think that you can. Um, that I think it will be helpful to you if I get into these. Again, I'm limited to an hour. You can always go to our website, alphawealthgroup.com. If you want these, this report, again, that I, I talked about, the five building blocks, the five simple steps to a stress free retirement, gets into the tax rate ideas, gets into the income planning ideas, the investment ideas, all of that, um, plus the worksheets I'll include in there. Give us a call. We'll get it out to you. There's no cost or obligation. 630-934-1855, 630 nine, three, four, 1855. I still need to get into what's going on in this market. It's been crazy and I still want to get into, but I wanted to, um, uh, these three tricky decisions for every retirement plan, things that you want to be thinking about. But I also want to, um, well, I wanted to, uh, just touch upon another, a couple other things here briefly, you know, cause I had a question on a Roth conversion and this was, uh, uh, someone, and by the way, anyone has a question. If you email me, I will give you an answer as quickly as possible. Um, Uh, This was someone who said, look, between our pensions and Social Securities, we have enough to live on. God bless. So they don't expect uh, to need money out of the IRA. So they're saying, should we do Roth conversions? The question was, should I do do the Roth and pay the tax, or should I let uh, my beneficiary worry about the taxes, right? Um, The old thing was, should I pay or should I let my kids pay? (laughs) Someone's going to pay on retirement accounts. That's the point. So what I told this gentleman... Emailed him back and I said, Well, keep in mind, if you don't need the money, um, let's talk about where your tax brackets are. So, Roth conversions, this is in addition to the Roth IRA contributions. Roth conversions, you can do any amount at any time at any age. If you have $100,000 in an IRA, you want to convert it tomorrow, do the whole thing. You got a million dollars, you can do the whole thing. You can do it at any time at any age. Doesn't matter. Now, you want to maybe do it more systematically. So, in this gentleman's case, when I emailed him back, I said, Look, here are the tax brackets. So, you need to be aware of that, right? Um, I don't have them in front of me, but I'm going to be pretty close. I think up to 183,000, you're in a 22% tax bracket. You know, there's a 10 and 12 prior to that, but I know his income was uh, was already he was already in the 22. So I said you can go all the way up to 183. Because keep in mind, when you do a conversion, that you're going to get a 1099 next year, uh, January, February, whatever. And you're going to put it on your tax returns, pay the tax, but you're going to reposition it, you're going to move it, the, as the phrase goes, from forever taxed to never taxed. Okay, so I told him, look, you can go all the way up to 340, 340,000 now. Again, I don't want to minimize taxes. You go from a 22 to a 24, but you're still, you know, the next one is 32%. So let's stay away from that. I said if you can reposition money at 22 and 24% to never pay tax on it the rest of your life and then have your children inherit never pay the tax on it the rest of their life, wouldn't that be a good thing? Now you have to exhaust the account within 10 years as a beneficiary, a non-spouse. But think about these things. If tax rates go up to 30%, 40%, whatever they may be in the future, the tax rate on this stuff is always zero. So my point is, and I want to get off this for a second, I, I just wanted to give you a couple ideas on what we can start to do. That's one of the five p- pillars or one of the five building blocks of your plan. I'm just talking about tax planning, right? And, and, and then that means we get more of our income tax-free. And so when you look at your retirement accounts, you know if I got a, if I had to pull out 40 to net 30, and then tax rates go up. Do I have to pull out more than net 30? Yes, I do. And then does that make, could that potentially cause me to go through my money quicker? Maybe. But now you have to pull out more money because the, uh, um, Uncle Sam's a bigger partner in your plan. Let's try to eliminate that as part of our plan. So I mentioned the Roth contributions, 2021, 2022, Roth conversions. You can also consider those. There's other things that you can do. And that's included in this packet. So again, let me offer it one more time. But it gets into all these other aspects. Income planning, tax planning, investment planning, asset protection, and estate and legacy planning. Remember the five pillars. Do you have all of those covered in your plan? Right. The IRAs, which I've talked about before, keep in mind there's not just the tax component to it. Whether you do a, I'm sorry, I'll do a 401k. There's a tax piece to it. Do I do a Roth or do I do a um, 401ks have Roth 401k? They, most plans have 401k op- Roth options. So I do a traditional so I don't pay the tax now, but in the future? Or do I do a Roth to pay on the seed, not on the harvest, right? That's a tax component. What about what do I own in there? That's an investment piece to it. And then there's also an estate planning component to it. Who are your beneficiaries? Have you checked on that lately? Is it spouse and children? Is it not? Beneficiaries cannot be changed post-death. The other thing is there's an asset protection piece. If you're incapacitated, number one, you cannot contribute to it, of course. And number two, if you don't have a power of attorney in place, your spouse cannot access that. Are you aware of that? You see how all these things fit together? I didn't mean to go off on a tangent, even though I did. Let me offer this again. But you see what I'm talking about? There's an asset protection. Just when you look at one of your investments, the 401k, there is an investment piece to it. Absolutely. What do you own in it? There is a tax piece to it. Do you do Roth versus traditional, right? There is an estate planning piece to it. How, who does it go to? Who are the beneficiaries? There's also an uh, asset protection part of it. That's four out of the five I just thought. And if you're going to use it for income, actually, it covers all areas. But, you know, IRAs, 401Ks, retirement accounts cannot be joint titled. They have to stay titled in the individual's name during their lifetime. So this is why I talk about all these pieces. You may be saying, Tom, why are you bringing up? I mean, I'm not, even for some that aren't, is so concerned about, hey, whatever my children get, they get, right? I hear that sometimes. But keep in mind, some of these documents will control assets during your lifetime. Medical powers of attorney, financial powers of attorney, those are during your lifetime. Okay? So these are part of these, I call them the six essential documents that are part of your estate planning. I'll include that information too if you want it. Just ask. We'll get it out to you. We'll, we'll customize things for you uh, on any one of these aspects. If you're more concerned about one or the other, let us know. We'll get it out to you. But for now, I'm, I'll send out the five pieces or five pillars Five simple steps to a stress-free retirement. I like to call it that, too. This is These are the five pieces. I'll also include the information on the taxes, getting to tax-free. I'll include um, the worksheets, which I think are really essential and fundamental to your plan. Give us a call. We'll get it out to you, 630-934-1855, 630-934-1855. Remember, if you want, you can go to our website, com. You can also email me if you have a specific question, just like I gave you an example. I had a couple this past week. Um, another gentleman was asking me about pensions and should they take a lump sum versus the. But um, these are things where, again, I will give you an answer. And I, I've always I'm always try to be as objective and factual as possible. Try to keep my opinion out of it. If I'm ever going to give an opinion, I'll preface it with this. My, this is my opinion. Okay, this, let's just go on to this other thing. I thought this was interesting. I hope this will be instructive. Three tricky decisions for every retirement plan. This Christine Benz, I think she's with Morningstar. She writes some good stuff. And this was um, this article taught, said, when it comes to retirement planning, there are a few items that you can safely put in the settled business pile. I don't know about that, totally, but, but um, <clears throat> she's talking about in this era of ultra low yields, um, it's a given most retirees will need to have ample equity exposure. They want their portfolios to last. I do agree with that. Um, And so it just talks about living expenses and what they need to do. Well, here's some of the three tricky decisions. One is whether to withdraw at a popularized rate. What does that mean? Also, I shouldn't say all too often, but in many cases, how about that? We we say if we can get to a million dollars, you know, two million, whatever the number is, then I'm okay. What does that mean? Why would you say that? What's that based on? Well, because people say, well, I have a certain withdrawal rate. I can pull so much off. You probably heard this before. It's called the 4% rule, right? What that means is, and it was a popular, it was back in the 90s, but this was when interest rates were much higher. It was a paper that was written by a gentleman, and uh, it said, hey, if you can, you should be able to pull 4% off your um, investments, even indexed for inflation, and it should last over 30 years. Well, that's changed a little bit now, right? It says here, the standard 4% withdrawal guidance, um, comes with this was this uh Michael Fink and David Blanchett, these researchers wrote this four percent withdrawal gains would result in an unacceptably high risk of running out of money, similar to a coin toss. Uh, they said they last year even more in because cash and bond yields dropped. Their recent research showed that retirees with a fifty percent equity fifty percent portfolio bond portfolio. Um, Should start withdrawal rates of less than four percent if they'd like to have a ninety percent chance of not running out of funds over a thirty-year time. So what they're saying here is, this was the first. So what about the withdrawal rate? What can you pull out of your investments? And we talk about the income plan, right? So I want to discern between assets and income. So if you have this pot of money, a retirement account, which we just talked about, a 401k earlier, you say I've got a million dollars in there. Well, the first part point is it's not all yours. I'm sorry. The government, unless it's in a Roth, it is all yours if it's in a Roth. But if it isn't, you know, what do you, what is the haircut you have to take? Is 25% belong to the government? I don't know. But the point is, if you say I'm going to pull 40000 a year off this, number one, you have to pull out more than that 40. That's a 4% rule, right? Um, you know, so you, that's an asset. And so they're saying what percentage, obviously you can't pull out 10% and you're going to go through it quickly. But if you're looking at your income plan, which is, remember, one of these five pieces incomes are different than assets i just want to be clear about that and so part of this budget worksheet that i offered in this packet we've added we've updated these i've added a section in there and i hate always hate to use the term it forces you but you know what this is all this discovery this is why this is so important when i say the asset organizer you go through this what do you own how is it titled who are the beneficiaries what are the values what's your net worth What do you have in life insurance? Can you imagine knowing, it gives you a financial snapshot. Man, you're ready to roll once you have that. Then I include the budget worksheet, too, if you can work on that. Figuring out what you need in retirement. And then what are your income sources? There's a section there where you can fill it in. This auto-calculates everything. It shows where your income gap is. What is your Social Security benefit? Do you know that um, you could go to ssa.gov if you haven't. It's actually a good website. Believe it or not, the government has, a, I think, maybe one good website. This may be the only one. But anyway, you can go to ssa.gov. You may have 65,000 of social security benefits between you and your spouse. Fill it in. All right? If your goal is 100,000 and you need 100,000 income, you filled out this. These, are, these worksheets are so helpful. Um, you're putting uh, pencil to paper. And then there's a second. Okay, here's the income piece. Social security. That's a lifetime income. Pensions that's a lifetime income. If you have annuities that pay out similar to pensions, that's a lifetime income. Assets are not a lifetime income. Now, if you want to include a withdrawal rate, okay, of whatever you say, I think I can take 30,000 off my investments. You see how you start to pick, pre-provide clarity? We've been talking about this uncertainty in the market, which I still have not gotten to, and I will soon talk about investments, but we don't need uncertainty in our retirement plan, Right. So, this is how we really start to provide clarity. That's why when I said this, the five pillars, um, five pillars to your retirement plan, I also uh, subtitle is Five Simple Steps to a Stress-Free Retirement. Providing clarity, providing certainty, starting to take action, doing the things that we talked about, getting organized, making the contributions to Roth, understanding what your investments are, knowing what your financial picture is this would, I think this now I said, I would always say preface it with my opinion. My opinion is this reduces the stress level because you have clarity. There's more certainty as much as possible and you've got a plan. This is it. So um, I offered that, that planning kit um, with the organizers, with all the information on the five pieces. I can get that out to you again, but let me make one other offer for those of you that, uh, you know, want help right now that are serious about this, or I guess serious about getting together, you want to. Uh, anyone that has $500,000 or more, wants to sit down with me personally, um, we go through all of this. I will send out the kit ahead of time. You can fill some things in. You know, Get prepared for it. I always say throw everything in a box. Bring in your tax returns. Bring If you have a estate planning documents that you haven't looked at it in a while, bring those in, okay? Um, bring everything in. We'll go through and we'll do a, a lifetime income quote We'll do some tax plan. We'll do all those five uh, pillars. We'll talk about how do we get to tax free as much as possible. The Social Security decision for those of you that haven't taken Social Security, when is the when are some good times to take it? What is the what are some ideas there? Um, so understanding your income. Uh, also, as I said, uh, you know taxes. How to minimize taxes. We'll do all of this for you, and we'll also do a portfolio analysis. That's pretty important right now to know what you own, especially in this environment. So for those of you that want to take advantage of this, there's no cost or obligation. You will walk out of there with a retirement plan. You will walk out of there with an action plan. You will walk out of there knowing where you stand. We'll test your plan uh, based on your goals and see where you stand. You'll know that. Um, maybe you can retire earlier. Maybe you can retire with a higher success rate. That's what it's about. 630. Give us a call. Again, you'll meet with me personally, Tom Fortino. We'll go through it it will be a good experience. We will uncover things. This is what I'm confident of, and I'll say it. We'll uncover things you were unaware of, and we'll also, at a minimum, you'll come out of there with a few ideas that will make a difference for you and your family. 630-934-1855. 630-934-1855. If you'd like to schedule a personal, customized, complete retirement planning session, uh, as I said, it will be a fun experience. I, I, I um, I'm confident with that too, so... It'll be a good experience. It'll be a productive experience. It'll be time well spent. 630-934-1855. Okay. So um, I'm, I am I want to get into a few other things here. Again, I do want to talk about the market. And, and so how do we deal with some of the things in this market, especially when it comes to bond rates and losing money safely, as we like to say, your, your negative real rate of return. I want to talk about that in a little bit here. I did also want to cover these three t- tricky decisions for every retirement plan. A couple other art pieces in here um, that she brought up. Again, her name is Christine Benz. She works for Morningstar. So withdrawing, One, the first was whether to withdraw at that popularized rate. The suggestion is if you're going to look at your plan, maybe consider a 3% withdrawal rate, right? So if you have a million dollars and you say I, I should be able to pull 30000 off this, keep in mind inflation too. Well, I know this is insane what's happening now. But if you look at a, even a 3.5%, the CPI was 7.9%. The PPI, producer price, price index, was 10% this past week. Even half of that inflation rate. You know, you need 100, over 140000 in 10 years if you need 100000 today. We have to be aware of these things. So <clears throat> I, I don't have time to get into We're coming up against a break. I'm going to get into these on the other side in a little more, so stick around. I have so many more ideas. If you want this information, again, the Retirement Planning Kit, 630-934-1855. Six three zero nine three four eighteen fifty five for the kit. Coming up again, we're going to get into these tricky decisions for every retirement plan. We talk about the market and some ideas there. A lot to get into. Listen to Tom Fortino on the Apple Wealth Hour. Welcome back to the Alpha Wealth Hour. You're listening to Tom Fortino here. Uh, I am an investment advisor rep. I'm a fee-based fiduciary. We do active money management. I'm insurance licensed. I have been. We've been doing this over for 25 years. So, you know, we cover everything. I always say, whether it's investments, estate planning, we have attorneys that do that. Um, tax planning, we help you with that. I mean, that's really what it's about. It's not growing a pile of money. That's important. And again, we do that. We, um, uh, we custody through TD and Schwab and Fidelity and we manage money. And I think it's a growth. I think we do a pretty good job with that. But the there's other aspects to it. It's like how do you keep it? How do you protect it? You're an asset. How do you minimize the taxes on it? How do you create income from it? All of these things are part of your retirement plan. There's a lot of moving parts. And I think, unfortunately, this industry has made it too complicated. That's why I try to boil it down and simplify it into five simple steps to a stress-free retirement. Five pillars to your retirement plan. Um, and so, if we approach it this way, I've mentioned before, I'm an engineer by trade. I've, my undergraduate's electrical engineering. I was an engineer at General Motors, and and so kind of I've applied that, I guess, in a way as a finance. I call this sometimes financial engineering. Building a car, building a a house, building a bridge, whatever. it is. you build a retirement plan, and you have these pieces, and they kind of fit together. And so. When I talk about what is your income plan, I mean, you know, 87% <clears throat> at a recent study, and it's you hear it, Allianz did a study, Zeti has done a study, all these companies have done studies, and the number one concern is outliving your income. And so what do we do? How do we try to minimize that? So I always ask the question, what is your income plan? What are you doing to create income? Taxes, what happens if tax rates go up in the future? If most of your money isn't tax-deferred, Will you be giving more and more money to the government? The answer is yes, you will. Um, You know, investment plan, what do we do in this type of market where even our fixed piece part of our portfolio, if you're in the traditional 60-40, that 40% is probably negative. Um, I know year-to-date it is. I know last year it was. The aggregate bond index is negative. What's your investment plan? What are you trying to do? The fourth piece is your asset protection plan what happens if you're incapacitated what happens if you pass away do you have life insurance do you have long term care insurance i'm not suggesting that's what you'd go out and do but what are you doing to protect that keep in mind the social security goes away a pension can be reduced you certainly aren't going to be contributing to your retirement plan if you you know so we have to be aware of those things do you have a power of attorney that's the estate planning piece because if you're incapacitated it's not just a a a, a an issue with you know uh, these other things, but then who can act for you from a legal standpoint. You need a power of attorney for that. So you see these things. So this is why I talk about being complete. If I didn't offer that, um, I'll offer it again right now, the five pillars, five simple steps to a stress-free retirement. As I said, I will include the organizers. I will include the worksheets because I think you need to get organized and have a clear picture. This is all about getting a plan in place. It can be very po- empowering. Six three zero nine three four eighteen fifty five to get this packet. Six three zero nine three four eighteen fifty five, the five simple steps to a stress-free retirement. Use it as a checklist. Use it as a way to evaluate your current plan. And maybe there's actions you can start taking. I mentioned the Roth IRA contributions you have until April fifteenth to do them for twenty twenty one. There's an actionable item right there. Seven thousand dollars per person. You can do another seven thousand for twenty-two if you want. Get 21, 21 done first. 22, you, you have time if you can't fund both of them because April 15th is the deadline. That comes and goes. You've lost that opportunity. Maybe look at doing Roth 401ks. Go to ssa.gov. Find out what your Social Security benefits are. Start to fill in the blanks. Fill in all this stuff. I'm gonna, I'd send the budget worksheet. Start to really kind of get a clear picture so in an instant you can answer my question. Yep, I know what my, what my benefits are going to be. You know, um, understand the website's actually pretty good now. They show you what your benefit would be at any given age. So let me get into some of these things. But sorry, I'm just trying to make the point here of how we should maybe, because I, I, I get it. We just, some of this stuff gets so confusing, confusing, it doesn't need to be. I don't know if it's intentional or not, but <laughs> it is. Um, but these were this, this article I re- referred to as three tricky decisions for every retirement plan. Just, just pronouncing it is tricky. Um, but a couple of these things, one of the other things in here was whether to purchase long-term care insurance. Now I don't need to spend a lot of time in here, but you know, these things, when I talk about them, they fall into the categories I just talked about long-term care. Well, that's under the asset protection piece. One of the five pieces, there's almost nothing you can't, you can't throw at my, you know, the concept of having these five pieces that isn't covered. This is just saying Genworth, uh, insurance company pegged a year's worth of care and long-term care setting at more than 100,000 a year. That's a 3.6 increase from the year prior. And so uh, it said, uh, for one thing, the likelihood of needing long-term care is basically a coin flip. About half of the people turning 65 will need some type of paid long-term care in their lifetimes. The other half won't. So, um, you know, this is something to take a look at. Uh, again, I'm licensed, I've been insurance licensed for over 25 years, and I understand long-term care insurance very well. And it's nice because I can advise my, advise my clients. I don't do a lot of long-term care insurance, but I understand it and I can explain it to you, and it's important. You know, I'm not suggesting you go out, but the question I would ask is even if you have to come out of pocket $60,000 a year, is that a problem? Well, you know, you can self-insure if you have the income. You know, I mean, again, I'm not saying you go out and purchase the insurance, and sometimes you, you're either you're uninsurable or it doesn't make sense at certain ages, it gets very, very cost prohibitive. I get that. But is it something you're looking at in your plan? And so this is something to consider. Do you want to purchase long-term care insurance? Do you want to have some? What's interesting too is, by the way, I'll make one comment and then I'll move on here. These companies have really evolved quite a bit. In other words, um, they now have these li- these insurance companies will offer life insurance. So this is something to look into. Again, I'd get you information on it if you're interested um so for example you could buy a life insurance policy uh because the 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 concern one of the concerns you hear, concerns you hear a lot is what if i never use it well i hope you never do but um now these companies have a life insurance product that provides long term care if you need it if you cannot perform two out of the six activities of daily living there's other ways to come at this i'm just throwing this out as something to think about in your plan um if you cannot perform two, two of the six activities of daily living eating, bathing, and so on—you um, know they'll pay. You can use your your death benefit to pay for long-term care. So, if you have a half a million dollar death benefit um, and you uh, need it to you spend it, you can spend it during your lifetime. To the if you don't need it, guess what? Someone's going to get a half a million dollars income tax free. By the way, life insurance is an income tax free benefit. Something else to consider in your plan. So now you can you can potentially protect against, hey, what if I have a long term illness? I've got some protection. What happens if I pass away and one of the Social Securities goes away or, or something um is reduced? Well well, my spouse is going to get a half a million dollars income tax free, or my children are gonna have a legacy. You see how these things can work as part of your plan? That's just one piece. But uh, the you know, the income planning typically is the most uh, is the one where most of the concern is. So I'll talk about that too. By the way, I, I can offer some of the long term care. And asset protection information as well. I call it the asset protection toolkit um, in this whole packet with the five pillars, right? I, I usually do what I call sub reports, <laughs> they get into even more detail. I, this is all to provide you with information because I can't get into everything. So, for those of you that want this, again, um, I don't have everything on my website. So, all of the, I just have a lot of different reports and worksheets. So, I'll get this out to you. Um, if you want to, I'll include this in, of course, the master report, which I like to call it the five pillars to your plan. And then I can give you some of these sub reports, uh, the six ideas to get to tax free. That's a little more detailed. Um, the asset protection toolkit, the six essential documents. That's the estate planning. I'll get, I'll put this whole packet together for you, and you can really dig in to your plan and, of course, the worksheet. So if you want it, six three zero. Nine three four eighteen fifty five six three zero nine three four eighteen fifty five. Let me let me pivot into the um, investments for just a minute, and then I want to you know kind of combine this with some of your income planning. But you know, right now, as far as um, I think it's troublesome with this fixed. You know, Jay Powell came out and said we're going to increase by 0.25. You know, there's massive, massive, massive distortions in this market, and and nobody knows. The thing is, nobody knows when that day is going to come. It's like Um, you know, putting that, that little grain of sand on a pile of sand. I saw someone use, um, this example, you don't know when that pile of sand is going to come down. Um, and we don't look, it could be 10 years from now, five years from now, but you know, the fed, the federal reserve, the government has really done incalculable damage to our markets, to our economy. Um, the debt is off the charts and then you've got the fed, which has $9 trillion on their balance sheet. I love these terms they use, quantitative easing, balance sheets, and so on. It's called distorting the market. <clears throat> and unfortunately, you know, the rates they're talking about increasing them, there's, there's eight, there's eight um, FMOC meetings per year. Uh, the Federal Open Market Committee meets. Now, this first one they had, they increased by 25 basis points. That's 0.25%. Keep in mind, the 10 years is still just a little over 2%. With inflation over 7 you have a negative real rate of turn. By the way, if interest rates continue to go up, bond yields, bond values go down, right? There is an inverse relationship. If you own a 2% 10-year and bond rates are at 3 or 4%, that 2% is not as valuable, right? You can lose principal. And so one of the things I would just say for you, for your portfolios, I would, I would be very careful what I own. Number one, um, consider shorter-term durations. They are less susceptible to... Um, to increases because you may still want a fixed component, right? um, In your portfolio, it's not there for growth. You're not going to get growth typically in a, in a bond fund. It's there more for more for a protective piece. But on your fixed piece, here are a couple ideas. One is ask your advisor or take a look at what you own, stick more or overweight in the short term duration. Um, You can buy ETFs, exchange traded funds and mutual funds that are short term. They say short term, you have intermediate term, you have long term. Stay away from the longer term, that's my advice on the shorter term, because you can pivot much easier. They're less susceptible to to interest rate risk. And so those are some of the things. Maybe take a look at annuities. There's another question in here, and I'm going to talk a little bit about annuities. And uh <clears throat> and so there's fixed annuities and there's there's as an example, some of these are indexed annuities, you can use these as a bond alternative. You really I, I do think this is not a bad idea. I think it's a good idea, actually. Like, if, So, for example, these are two different types of annuities. One is a fixed rate. It's like a CD, right? You could get a two-year, and I'm just giving you a ballpark. Check on these numbers. You know, that'll give you maybe a little over 2%. That's not bad considering where the 10-year's at. And so, um, and it's better than most, you know, as far as CDs. Now, again, you may not keep up with inflation, but it's not going to have a negative rate of return. The bond index a half. So maybe take a look at fixed annuities if you want to own something like that. Even better, I think, is taking a look at indexed annuities. Indexed annuities, again, are principal protected. You cannot lose money. They're even co- referred to as fixed indexed annuities. These can be, a, I think, a good bond alternative in your portfolio because you cannot lose money. You will not get a negative return on these. That's just a statement of fact. But they're also tied to an index. As an example, I'm just giving these as examples to, to, as to illustrate. Let's say it gives you 40% of the S&P index. That's why they're called index funds. So if the market's up 10%, you can get four. If the market's up 20, you can get eight. What's nice about these is, number one, you you can potentially outperform bonds. Number two, you have no principal risk. In addition to that, any growth you get in a given year is locked in. You cannot lose that in this example. So if you're up 5% in a year, that 5% is added to your account. It will never go down. That is your new principal protected value. See how these work? So this is something you may want to consider as a bond alternative. So what can you do in your portfolio to pro- provide protection? For those of you that do not want to go backwards, You know, when we're nearing retirement and in retirement, this is where we're the most vulnerable. So um, I'm not saying abandon growth. Again, I'm an investment advisor rep. We do fee-based uh, money management, active money management. Um, you want to have that growth piece in your portfolio. But for the fixed piece, for the piece you say, look, I want to carve out a certain piece that I want to be completely protected these are ideas. These are bond alternative ideas. These are ideas to get principal protection, upside growth. You hear a lot about annuities on both sides. Some say they're the greatest thing. Some say they're the worst. And the truth is somewhere in the middle No, I mean, it's just, it really depends. You just need, you just deserve to get the you know, the facts on these. It's, it's troublesome in this industry. All too often people make blanket statements with they do not back it up and they're not you know they I don't want to say they're misleading, but in some cases they they're not totally accurate. How about that? So if you want to add information to I'll include this, you can also use annuities in your in your planning. In fact, that was in this article um, <clears throat> the three tricky decisions for every retirement plan. and one was what to do as far as the withdrawal rates, the four percent rule. really, they're suggesting you want to go less than that, maybe three percent, maybe a little over three percent. You know, they said in this article, if you start pulling out 4%, there's a, and a 50-50 equity and bond portfolio. Um, it said, uh, yeah, our recent research called new retirees of 50 should start with a withdrawal rate well less than 4% if they want a 90% chance of not running them amount of money in 30 years. Otherwise, they're saying it's kind of a coin flip. You may run out of money if you do at a higher rate, a higher withdrawal rate. The other thing was, whether or not to purchase long-term care. That falls in the asset protection category. So they're talking about three decisions that maybe people come across and wonder, should I do this? And that's why I'm bringing these things up. I hope they're helpful and instructive. I mentioned on the long-term care, you can take a look at it. You can self-insure. There's life insurance products now that provide it. Um, So you have options there at least to understand how it can impact your yours. And And then the third thing was in this three tricky decisions, which we hear about, is whether to purchase an annuity. There's maybe a couple reasons why you may consider it. One is for principal protection. One is as a bond alternative. The second is you can also use annuities to give you a guaranteed lifetime income. Remember I talked about that income piece? And again, if you get, if you get honest, objective information on this, you can determine whether or not it makes sense for you. Are they better than just being in the market and hopefully pulling money out and not, having your, not running out of money? It's not that they're better, they're different. They give you a guaranteed lifetime income. In fact, they can give you a joint income guaranteed lifetime income. Does that make sense on some of your portfolio? I had someone come in not too long ago. They had some annuities. They're going to receive $35,000 of income from their annuities. That is a lifetime income. Remember, income versus assets. In addition to that, between their spouse and so they're going to get another 70,000 in social security. He was he's going to defer it. Social security grows by 8% a year. His social security is going to be over 40,000, just a little over. Hers is going to be about 30. They're going to be around 72,000 of social security. That's why I mentioned we should go to SSA.gov, find out what your benefits are. Usually you want the larger one to defer. It grows by 8%. That's the one that stays with the surviving spouse, by the way, the larger amount. So they're going to have over $100,000. This is without working. This is without touching investments, right? And so... I think that's pretty solid. And plus he still has uh, he and his wife have a pretty significant amount in investments in the growth piece. So if they want to pull 10,000 out, or if the market's down and they're traveling somewhere and they're not, it's not, they're not being preoccupied by this, this is why I talk about these ideas. That falls into the income. So I've talked about your investment plan. I've talked about some ideas on the income planning. Um, you know, take a look at that. Tax planning, asset protection. Um, I'll offer this packet again, but again, let me make this other offer. I did it once before I'll do it one more time for those of you that want to do something now, this truly is the most productive way to do it because it's personalized. I can send you all the information you want. I'm more than happy to, I'm more than happy to give you any answers. If you call in or email me, I'll get you answers. But if you want to complete customized, uh, analysis an evaluation, testing your plan, testing different ideas, Doing a portfolio analysis, looking at different ideas as far as on your investments to still to get the growth, but maybe add some more protection. Taking a look at tax tax strategies, what can you do? Um, you know, I call that forward tax planning. Income planning, creating an income plan that where you create income you cannot outlive. That's all part of it. This is that uh, complete customized plan. It will be a good experience. It will be time well spent. Throw everything in a box. Come on in. We'll look through everything. We'll get organized. If you have estate planning documents, bring those in. We'll review them. Tax returns, all of that. You'll come out of there with not only a plan, you'll know where you stand. Maybe you can retire earlier. If you're already retired, maybe we can do some things that put you in a better spot and helps your family out. This is what it's all about. Again, anyone with five hundred thousand or more, if you want to do it, there's no cost or obligation to it. By the way, you'll meet with me personally. Uh, give us a call six three zero nine, three, four, 1855, 934, 1855 to schedule a time for your customized complete retirement plan. All right. And as I did, I offered the, um, the, the worksheets I offered the, um, the, I sometimes say, Hey, think of it as a blueprint, the five simple steps to a stress for retirement, the ideas on all these aspects of your plan. And so if you want that, I can send that out to you too. Again, it's general information. I think it's great information, but it's a way for you to start to get a plan in place. Here's the key. I'll send out the worksheets to the organizers. So you sit down, you fill out that asset organizer. Right? That's step one. This is called financial organization. Um, there's sections in there for what do you have in savings and checking, after-tax accounts, brokerage accounts. I break it down into the tax their tax treatment. Ross versus... Um, Traditionals, traditional 401ks, traditional IRAs, Roth 401ks, Roth, that's a tax-free piece. What do you have in life insurance? Who are your beneficiaries? How is it titled? It auto- And I can email it to you too because it'll automatically calculate everything. You will be looking at a complete snapshot. I've had someone come in and say, I found out and I found another old an old 401k. I had it like $90,000 in it. I've had that happen a few times. People discover things, but you know what? You can start the process. That's why this is important. That's why I don't- I'll, include this. As I said, if you want, I'll email it out to you so you can have a copy of it. You can, uh, update it, change it at any time. You know, it also helps too, from a standpoint of estate planning, you can print it out at any time and put it in with your estate planning documents. You know, I, I, that asset organizer, because, you know, I say from, uh, we just touched upon estate planning a little bit today, but it's one of the five pieces. For those of you that have trusts and powers of attorney and and all the, all of the documents you can slide this in the folder with that because if your children or even a spouse someone has to take over and they're going to say okay where are the assets what's going on i don't they can here they have this a, a little uh you know a, a worksheet there they can see okay i see where the accounts are at i mean this is this is getting organized this is really this stuff can be impactful so there's a n- multiple uses for this um and so uh, this is why I include this information. As I said, we can email it to you. Um, if you want the budget worksheet, I will include that too. Again, you can plug in, the, you can do it right on your computer. You can have a, a copy of that. It also has a section. So for those of you that have not checked into your income, it's one thing to add up all the totals. You may be surprised at what you need too. That's another thing. Let's not guess at what we need in income. Again, I've had people fill it out and say, well, I didn't really realize what I needed. If I need $1,000 a month for property taxes, $2,000 a month, yes, $2,000 a month for insurance, all right, you know, there's still food, housing, transportation, all of these things. Um, You know, those don't go away. Entertainment, you know, if you need $8,000 a month, first of all, that's net. You got to pay your taxes. What do you need to gross to get $8,000 a month? Multiply that by 12, well, that's $96,000 a year you need. Okay, so then there's, in this worksheet I've added another section, again, you can just plug it in, and what's my social security? And, and you'll say, well, wait a minute, I don't know what it is. Guess what? I go to ssa.gov. I get that information. Uh, you know, these are homework assignments. You start filling in the blanks, and all of a sudden this picture, it's kind of like painting a picture, right? You start filling in the, and everything starts, as more you fill in, the clearer that picture gets. And so um, these, are, uh, these are tools that are designed to just guide you. You complete those worksheets. Now you can dig into the other things, right? Um, and so I offered the packet and, and offered this information. And now we can start, to, okay, here's the five pieces. I, I know where I stand. I know where things are at. As I said, you may uncover things that you are unaware of. And then you can start to look, okay, I see where my income is. I have this budget worksheet. Let's, let's dig into my income plan. What can I start doing? Um, do I have the assets? How much more, how much longer do I need to work? How close am I to my goals? You see? Um, so creating that income, I can't outlive pensions, social securities. Do I use annuities? Those are all lifetime incomes. And then to the extent I have an income gap, can my investments fill that in? Check mark my income plans in place. Second, my taxes. What am I doing to get to tax free? My investment plan. We've covered all these things today. Doing Roth contributions, IRAs, 401 conversions. Those are things that we can do. There's more ideas, which I couldn't get into today. I didn't have time. What's my investment plan? What am I doing to minimize my risk but also try to get growth? Asset protection, life insurance, other things to protect in the event of death or incapacitation. Uh, And then my estate and legacy plan. This stuff all ties together. So if you want the information, give us a call. We'll get it out to you. 630-934-1855. 630-934-1855. It's about being complete, and I hope this helps and provides some perspective. I hope you got some you got some ideas as well. We covered a lot of ground. Um, so always want to be, you can email, go to our website, alphawealthgroup.com. Think of us as a resource. As always, everyone have a blessed week, and let's get to work.